All right, ready? All right, welcome to the late night par. You know what I mean? We're there once again. Before we dive too deep, I want to know that this is a special episode of Late Night Par. We call a, one par. a one par. <laughs> Maybe. You know? A pilot episode. Like a pilot episode of Exactly. A one par is a special episode where we don't necessarily go into. Mm you know pop culture or current affairs but we're kind of doing a little bit more focused discussion around particular people kind of a little bit more interview style so you might not see all of our get all of our normal hosts today you might see me and congo you might see sash and congo you might see rush and sash it can be any variable but it's just kind of different yeah, so, switch it up yeah we'll switch it up a little so we can give you some evergreen content yeah. so let's just <laughs> dive right in to like the late night part right now um before we introduce our host, let's introduce our guest, the lovely Alex Rivers is here with us right now. Tour manager extraordinaire, you know what I mean, for many names that we're going to get into shortly. But let's just introduce our host so you know everybody who's talking on the podcast. You don't know it's me already, the big moat, the loud moat guy. Loud moat. Loud himself. Loud moat shooter. <laughs> Yannick Reed, a.k.a. At. Creative therapist genius, creative genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take it. At the therapist, SOL. And we'll have the second lady. Second the part. lady. Second. St. Thomas Goody. Hey. Whoa. Hey. You're welcome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need an AKA. Anyway, you don't know, it's Kango at Heatwave Fatalic. You don't know, AKA Supplement A Boss. <laughs> All right, we'll have, we'll, have, we'll have the soccer supplement cups. <laughs> So right now, all right. So we got the supplement cups. So right now, we're gonna dive right in because we don't want to waste no time. We're here with Alex Rivers. You know, everybody who's watching here is Jamaican, so we're just gonna get the Bray rating out of the way. You know, she tour <laughs> manages for Chronics and many, many other people. But people go, oh, she tour manages for Chronics. So now we have your attention. So we're gonna dive in <laughs> properly <Skanking> now. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You know what I mean? Before we get to the one, oh, you're there a couple times now, Alex. You're not a tourist anymore. A few anymore. times. I'm a local. Yeah, you're a local <laughs> right. now. So, I one, know. before we get into no tour talk or none of them thing there, we're the baddest restaurant in a Jamaica right oh, now. Oh, yes. shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to say, three. honestly, I have to say it's where I stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> honestly no like eating in people's homes are my favorite uh, like fair. some sunday dinner stuff like um, yo and no, i love and who i stay with leah our <laughs> restaurant we just went there today tamarind uh yeah. was that ligany um the Indian? Indian? Yeah. by Peter, and oh, shout out to Peter girl at 2 a.m <laughs> yo, <laughs> she's a local dog <laughs> No, dog. No, man. She said pizza girl at two. That's like an uptown staple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But like, mm. and then like on some tourist vibes, Screechies is always good too. Oh, Screechies! Yeah. I like Screechies. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Those are some from your first she start off she say yard. Mm-hmm. From she say yard, you know. She, she a couple of answers still. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right <laughs> though. But, you're but right she's, though. Smart. Smart. She says Sunday didn't specifically. Exactly. No, she, she, that's what she, she, the shrimps, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's I going know, on. I'm in the cut. I know. <laughs> that's excellent. Dope, dope, dope. So so I so this visit now, how you been doing it? You know, it's just town or beaches or It's know? a little bit of both. I, I live by the beach at home, so like the cool. water is probably like, the most important thing to me next to like family and friends. Oh nice. So um like I don't I'm a cancer, so like mm-hmm. that's it's really important to me that I swim and we'll like whether it's people I work with or friends or whoever I'm you know, who I'm staying with or whatever, like mm-hmm. wake up in the morning and go for a swim and it's been raining though, so I've only yeah. gone like Three times since I've been here. Yeah. Usually it's like every other morning I'm swimming and then then I go to like the chronics office or I go have meetings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of like my routine in general, like at home, okay. whether it's in a pool or the ocean. Yeah. Um, but here, yeah, I try to take full advantage of, <laughs> of the that coastline. flow. Yeah, I try to make that. I try to get in a in a groove here mm-hmm. try to be like kind of not nine to five but i try to have a schedule try yeah. to have structure and leave some space yeah. for the water and i and i'll come like i'll come for like a month at a time mm-hmm. every few months i'll come for a month at a time and mm-hmm. then um dip out and then come back and yeah yeah all the beaches here Good. Oh, the water is amazing. I swim in the Pacific Ocean where there's sharks <laughs> and, cold and Yeah, like So so we're going with something. Yeah, I have to have someone like on the sand watching the water while I swim at home cuz mm-hmm. there's been like crazy shark breaches and stuff. So oh, Yeah, I have to it's That's kind crazy. of intense. Here, <laughs> kind here of, it's just, like just, really just, peaceful. I, my spot is Bob Marley Beach. I love swimming oh. there. And or Frenchman's Cove is my okay, favorite too. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're but for actually, a quickie, it's Bob Marley. We're actually Beach. making sure that you don't miss that um, Frenchman's Cove part. No. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so cool. The last time I came here mm-hmm. was earlier this spring. I came for almost two months, I think it was. Yeah. And um, I was a part of Shama the Surfer, his mm-hmm. um, that Hurley short film that came out. Yeah. I helped like work that shoot and. One of the mornings we stayed, we had to stay at Frenchman's Cove, mm-hmm. and Kita, his sister and I, the Kita, the artist, yeah. Yeah. we woke up at like, it was like 7, 8 a.m., and we were the only ones at Frenchman's Cove so swimming there, and so it was crazy. like, wow, this is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to like hundreds the of people, people. at oh, the yeah. beach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like, yeah, it was it's mad crowded, so. It was the best thing ever, so that's yeah. Dope. That's dope, that's dope. You know, so. I just say, you know, you've been here a couple of times and you're here regularly. We want to know, like, as an outsider looking in. But no, you're an insider. But <laughs> I'm an outsider, so kind of. What are some of, like, the unexpected things that, you know, like, working and living in Jamaica that you, you know, like, have interested? Uh, I don't like, want to get us, in trouble. Tell us the gripes about That's Jamaica. True. Let's um, let's see how Jamaican you don't, are. Don't the say driving. bad customer service. Oh, the driving. The driving. <laughs> oh, she said traffic. Oh, I told you. <laughs> And I'm from like land of the tra- of traffic, like. But you're from you're from LA, right? I yeah, don't, I don't yeah, know if you mentioned that specifically. Yeah, I live like LA. 30, 40 minutes south of LA, but it's still LA. Like I'm in LA every other day, like yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I would say the driving, the potholes. 
Ah, it's literally, it's literally like Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, perfect yeah. way to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Just dropping into a pothole. You definitely. Yeah. You yeah it is. It is insane. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I I love Jamaica though. Like, I've traveled ever since I was little. So I think if I think I'm a, I think I'm a tad different because I can adapt really quickly because mm-hmm. of what I do. I'm mm-hmm. thrown in like. One day I'm in Ghana, the next day I'm in Paris, the next yeah. day I'm home. So yeah. like I have to kind of just adapt. Yeah, like just yeah. not really being too. That's part of like it. I think that's part of the the attraction though mm-hmm. that people have here, like the real people that come to, you know, they don't vacation at Sandals. Yeah. They come to Kingston and they love seeing the hustle and bustle. I love to dodge potholes. <laughs> <laughs> we hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you know the. I, just, I don't know, like that, and just how everything's closed on Sundays kind of drives me nuts too. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yo, banks for them open on Sunday, Saturday oh. and Sunday. Yeah, and like, as as a Jamaican, you just like, well, yo, Sunday, as you say, sun, yo, you wake up late on Sunday. Unless right? you are cook, if you are cook, you wake up early. Right. You cook, you eat, knock out. Bed. Yeah, but some Not days. Made, but you see, like you just kind of done for the day. Yeah, but man, sometimes right? Sundays is the day that I don't want to cook and no. I want to eat out, and then everything's mm. closed. It's just like, what is going on? Like, yeah, that, that's culture. Yeah, that's, that's the difference Cameron is in open still, though. So Cameron is open. That's Link true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Sunday. I have to eat at home. Sunday dinner. Or, 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 or join like a long ass line at KFC. Oh, yeah. you like? Do you like Jamaican KFC? Back yeah, back? it's the best. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? I eat chicken. Barbecue zingers. I love. <laughs> <laughs> like a KFC sponsorship now. Yeah. Travis, what do you say about the KFC sponsorship? It reminds me, no, but it reminds me of like, we have In-N-Out in the burger place Ooh, in California. Legendary. Yeah, so that's the place that always has the long lines mm-hmm. like KFC. Oh. I never get it because it, it's, it's drive through only, right? No, you can eat there, but it's like, only a few tables that oh, you could okay. eat. Yeah, it's like, like very old school and there are many, style. Like four things. There's no cost yeah. from anything. You no. like, do you like Inanot? Do you eat beef? Yeah, I've really, I've kind of stopped eating beef. Like I only stick to like chicken sometimes, and mostly seafood is okay. what I do. Right um, but yeah, like once in a while, I'm I'm Mexican and Spanish, so oh. like beef is kind of like grandma's cooking is you know sometimes it's too tempting but (laughs) i don't i don't do it as often though like you know why am i working out and then i'm going around and and then turning around and eating beef she's a brand new vegan like a two weeks like, old vegan i will eat I'm like, vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> and then i stay in my bed early in the morning and i search instagram for meat pics and i'm like like like, like but then i only eat <laughs> but i'm very i think i'm picky though of what i like i'm picky i just won't eat any beef like right. you know in and out like yeah, that was they, the question they fuck with in and out. they're kind of pi- yeah Sauce. like they're kind of picky though like mm-hmm. on where they source their beef oh, yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you're comparing that to like mcdonald's mm-hmm. go with in and out yeah all right nice okay dope um so all right I, I heard you mention that you've been coming to jamaica for like a long time you know because i really wanted to ask when did you first come to jamaica did you already know i think it's a couple years no i didn't come before 
before I worked with um, Jamar or Chronics. Um, if you hear me refer to Jamar, that's it's Chronics. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I think you should tell them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not until I started really working with him that it was like, okay, you need to come to Jamaica to kind of have meetings and stuff. Because most of the people I work mm. with are in LA or New York. Yeah. So I just either fly to New York for a rehearsal or whatever, mm-hmm. or I'm just in LA and, you know, so this was a little different. And just because I do like a tad bit more than tour management for mm-hmm. him, that it's really crucial that I'm physically here sometimes for preparation of shows or projects. Yeah. So, yeah, but the, I came... I don't know, Leah, when did I start coming? I came maybe a year and a half, two years ago almost. Yeah. And... um. Well, since the 90s? No, no, no. 17. Oh, so yeah. Okay. So I came in 2017 because I don't know if they can hear... Her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know exactly when, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And then I'll come for like the first time I'm like, okay, I'm just coming for two weeks and then I stayed a month. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, um but I've known I've kinda always since I've been in music, I've kinda always had a Jamaica kind of connection because mm-hmm. working with Miss Hill, uh, you know her her kids and her you know a lot of her oh, yeah, family yeah. is Jamaican, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I've and a lot of her um, band and crew are Jamaican, so and her mm-hmm. like her personal home staff, she has like a Jamaican nanny and caretaker, Aww. so I've always <laughs> nice. I've known about the food and like been a part of that family kind of mm-hmm. so yeah like they I was really you know familiar with everything coming yeah it wasn't like oh you're working with chronics and everything was like brand new i already i already knew kind of like you know yeah yeah. i understood patois and everything Uh, (laughs) a jamaica starter pack yeah 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 Yeah, what would be the jamaican starter pack um, Mesh Marina. Mm, no, I feel like so like, yo, that's like the belt. Yo, the belt. A lighter. A lighter. A lighter. No, no. So you saw like how they wear the belts. Like you guys wear the belts hanging. Yeah, the belts. The lighter. The little Okapai knife. Yeah. Right. A tam. A tam. A tree star. Tree star. A tam. A tam. No. That's like a Jamaican dress. The knife, yeah, the knife. ganja. No, you need the grabba. <laughs> <laughs> I need the raw paper. Like, and I'll, from you have all of that. Right? Campari. You'll be all right. Campari. <laughs> 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 Did you say? Yeah, yeah. Don't even need phone credit. Don't, the don't. <laughs> I feel like Jamaica. Yo, that just shows that Jamaicans are so diverse. One hundred percent. I feel like anything that you pick going be like mad cliche. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> not about our Jamaica startup is gonna be like the uptown you start. Yo, pizza girl at two o'clock. Hey, 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 you know you've been at Peter Girl at two a.m. You know you've been at Peter Girl at two a.m. Two in the morning, you're like, you walk out and you're like, it's five. Yo, I'm gonna try. 
Yo, That's everybody yo. leaving from the party. Yeah, everybody leaves thing, from the like, BK. Yeah. We don't we don't go BK. Yeah. Well, well, I have a story about about Island Girl a couple weeks oh, yeah. ago. Okay, sis. Tell it. So, <laughs> so it was um Daddy Barnes, Chronix's manager, mm-hmm. me, Kita, mm-hmm. uh Woodrow was there, mm-hmm. and Saffron Parker, mm-hmm. who we all know, creative First director. Name, last name. Yeah. <laughs> I can shout them out. No, no, no. Yeah. And um, it's not a bad story. And yeah. we were at, we're like, oh, let's go to um, Uptown Mondays. Like, yeah, randomly. And we go, randomly. it's like not even 1.30. Mm-hmm. I'm like this pouring a drink. Yeah. Cops roll in. These three lady cops roll in. Tell you, bro. Shut down. So then we're like, okay, let's go to Island Girl. And there was no food at Island Girl because they weren't thinking we were going to come at 1.30. From, they oh, were so they were. Oh, Yo, they were like on their lunch break. Yo, Island Grill closes at four, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I went to Island Grill. Bless their at, heart. At quarter past three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm saying, yo, only a fish sandwich. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to build some more food. Just like a tech long. Brother, people walking after me and just say, food done. Food done. We're not on the food. I'm like, bro, you close at four. Like, if you close at four, you can't run out of food at quarter past three. Them won't go home now. <laughs> Them won't lock up that. Yeah. <laughs> But um yeah, yeah, but it's it's funny that you mentioned that because you know we've been internally trying to even like curate an episode around talking about um the noise abatement act yeah, yeah, coming yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly we have yeah, like we're not fans of it either. <laughs> so, you know, that's like you talking about that like first hand is just like reminder say yo we like need to start this thing that's out. a part of the adjustment to culture too that mm-hmm. you know that I rem- you had to- yeah i mean i'm cool with it because it's just i kind of have to naturally go with the flow you know mm-hmm. and i'm co- like okay what are we doing now like fine <laughs> but people people i was looking at some of the the tourists there who spend their hard-earned money mm. to come to jamaica and go to and a dance it, and yeah. they were just walking in and yeah. that's mm. like at what time again you said one thirty. it was just it was literally like one twenty nine. and it yeah 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 dressed up matching t-shirts and all yeah. like right yeah that's a serious issue for the, mm-hmm. the actual income of Jamaica, like, cause keep it real. That's no drinks were bought. Music, yeah. You yeah. So if you have your own government blocking your own main export, right? Then what's happening there? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like that's a problem. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for and, sure. And everyone overseas. Yes. yes. Who know and they're watching. Oh, yeah, there's Instagram pages, there's online reports, there's all of that, yeah. They love Jamaica, but they can't come here, Mm -hmm. you feel me? And they keep tabs on Jamaica, and they watch the news, and they know know what's going on here. They have people here, Mm -hmm. so even before it even go on the news, people know what's going on, you feel me? But for for something like that, it's it's stopping a lot of people's income, you feel me? Like, that's stopping feeding. Yes. Many people, can you have the... Yeah. Chicken man, you have the taxi, you have people at Island Grill, like just the whole. As I say, we're, we're planning to do a whole topic around it, but I think really, as you say, it's kind of cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, time time isn't real. Yeah, that's time. a whole nother you know five I mean? episodes. Like, time isn't <laughs> yeah. real. So like the fact that we say, oh, like we just got like parties ending at four became like part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I think personally, it's kind of a problem because people work 
in that area that they will go to the party. Yeah. You see me? Yeah. So if you have a job that starts at eight and you have to wake up at six, we'll get ready. And party, I go till six, till four. That's mm-hmm. like two hours of peace and quiet to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, I think yeah. like <clears throat> the government needs to do more to facilitate something that's a big part of our People society. People bring their, which is a culture, their like, latest music stuff. and like a manager will be there and play the, that latest song. Yes. And yeah. that's what Barnes and I were talking about that night. Like, what if we had one of the new songs and we wanted to play <laughs> it and then it got shut down? Yeah. yeah. Problems that's in there. Yeah. You know, no one would have heard it. Like, like you know, so, Definitely. yeah. yeah. So it's a whole dynamic. So whole ten episodes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah. So we want to talk some more about you. You know, what I mean, like we know you didn't start off as tour manager extraordinaire. Yeah. Cause, you know, we no have, one starts off you know, like that. I, like, I'm, I'm the only person here who you know I know Alex off camera a little yeah. bit. You know, so we we know say everybody here knows say as a tour manager, but just let's acquaint the people and the audiences with how you got started in music industry well well honestly i wanted to be in film and television like that's what i really really like as a young you know little girl in la and stuff and i was always i knew i wanted to do something in entertainment and then just right when i was in like junior high high school i really got into like research mode because no one in my family Mm -hmm. is really in entertainment Mm -hmm. i have like a couple second cousins and stuff that are like creative directors but they're more for like brands and stuff surf and skate brands and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah i really wanted i just was really fascinated by like writing and producing for television and movies um so i started i was just kind of like out there like putting myself out there online and when linkedin and emailing and all that stuff really became really popular a way to get jobs yeah um i got yeah (laughs) seriously i got linked up with uh, um the executive producer of the show that demi lovato was on the disney show and i was like a junior in high school and i was shadowing him and like getting mentored by him but once i started doing that i discovered that i didn't like television writing and producing (laughs) because the schedule is very nine to five it's actually more rigorous than that Mm -hmm. um you have to go to writing you know you have writers rooms and you have to if it's a live audience taping you're there for hours with the live audience and all the actors on set and stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like "Mm, this is kind of I don't know. Like, I want a little more adventure to this than just going to a studio in LA, you know, every yeah, day. Yeah, you're pretty much just uh, yeah, on the yeah. same yeah. schedule. So, question you grew up in LA? I grew up in LA. Oh, cool. I feel like people kind of just assume, oh, you moved to LA because you're in. <laughs> yes. yeah, no, no, no. Like, business. I've always lived in like greater Los Angeles, <clears throat> like kind of inland, um, but it's like where like Chino, Chino Hills area is, which cool. is like 30, 40 minutes southeast of LA. But like going to LA, you go like, you can go every day. Like you just hop on the highway and go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really easy for me to go to the tapings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was really young already networking. Like that, <laughs> I think I always had the drive and, you know, and my parents were kind of, they weren't hesitant. They were kind of like, okay, as long as you get good grades and you play sports and you don't talk back to us, then you could, you could <laughs> no do it. Talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I'm the oldest of three. So I think I was kind of, my parents were still kind of in guinea pig mode with me. Like, okay, this is our oldest and we kind of don't know where mm-hmm. she's going to, like, we're just going to kind of let her find her path mm-hmm. and stuff. 
Um, so thankfully, I had open-minded parents. Yeah, I mean, they weren't thrilled about it when mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go in entertainment. They yeah. were like, what the fuck like what yeah, like, you, know? yeah, you come from like a family like yeah suits. i didn't have like i didn't have like a family of like directors mm-hmm. you know so um yeah but they were just i was driven enough to do it so they were you know letting me do it so then a little bit after high school i started taking um like at my two-year college i started taking i still for some reason went and took film classes mm-hmm. And um, I lo- I actually really like them, even though I still didn't want to be in film. I just mm-hmm. took, like, there were no music management classes, mm-hmm. so I still took film and television production. So were you aware I was of, like, told that being interested in music at that time? Well, I was told that, like, the, those classes still kind of have a lot of the same oh, yeah. um, oh. curriculum mm-hmm. and, like, you know, TV production. I use a lot, honestly, um, of what some of those professors taught me. Um, and what I do today as nice. far as like the admin and the back end work and just handling the schedule and knowing the different personalities that you work with and stuff like that. So, yeah, so I did that. And then I had a friend that I met through the Disney show thing. And she started <laughs> she started working for um, a record label. I think it was like Simon Cowell's record label or something random. And she was, but she was like, she was saying that she loved it. And she was kind of like me, like wanting to find something else in entertainment. And she's like, you should pursue music. I think you, you'll like it. But I was like, I don't want to work for a label. That's even more office-y than a show. So I started just kind of, by then I had kind of something I can put on my resume and kind of beef it up a little bit, but yeah. you know, still, uh, yeah, I still, <laughs> I still had something on there mm-hmm. that people can kind of, that Look would catch say, people's oh, okay. attention. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just would like come home and email a bunch of people all the time and just, but that's also something too. Like I'd stay up till three, four o'clock in the morning, emailing different researching, different managers and record labels and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally Santana's video director, he um, said, okay, like, yeah, I, I welcome interns. Like if you really want to do it, we're in Vegas doing a residency for a couple weeks and then we take off again on a tour. So if you want to come, you got to come. So yeah. I like, mom, you got to like <laughs> come with me to Vegas. But Vegas is close. It's only like a f- oh, yeah, yeah. four hour drive or like a 40 minute flight. Close for America. Yo, that is close though. Cause I mean, that's close. Like if on. I hop on a she plane, it's hours. drive. Yo, yeah. quick, quick clarification. She said Santana. Not Jewel Santana. Carlos. Carlos Santana. Magic Woman. Yeah. So so this was no fun job. I mean, not like no kid would be like, hey, Carlos. No, but it was weird. Carlos Santana? Yeah, yeah. I grew up listening to like the soundtrack that I remember as a kid was Sade. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Supernatural. All right. Well, so, eh? like, I was like, okay, like, whoa, like, yeah. smooth, Maria, Maria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I knew his old stuff. Like my, you know, my fa- my family, and both of my parents, like, at pool, like, pool parties on the weekend. I always remember Supernatural playing in the background. Yeah. Nice. But that's kind of <laughs> what drew me to like go because I'm like, okay, I already know the music. So if I get thrown into this, I'm cool. Like I know the music mm. and I begged my mom and she's like, all right, fine. I'm coming though. Like, don't take anyone else. I'm going to come. So like literally like 
four or five days later, we're in Vegas, and I linked up with um, his name's Bob, Bob Higgins. He still works with Santana, mm-hmm. um, and he ran through the show. This was video, though. This wasn't road management. This mm-hmm. was me doing visual work because mm-hmm. that's what originally I wanted to do. Yeah. Okay coming from like film mm-hmm. inspiration yeah. and stuff so for everybody watching that's like you know when you go a show and you have the screen the, the live content yeah the, background, yeah, the live content that, like sync up with the show so, you were, so yeah it was live feed that, yeah, yeah yeah i was triggering the live content mm-hmm. okay, cool. um no i'm sorry i was triggering the video content mm-hmm. in between the live feed cameras okay nice and he has he had like a lot of archival footage from woodstock and vis- <laughs> like maria maria videos and stuff like that so I'd have to like, so I just got the show ran through real quick, mm-hmm. did sound check, went to dinner in the casino and then did the show. <laughs> and I did like decent enough where they gave me like the laminate, the all access pass. And Bob was like, all right, keep it. Cause the door is always open now. And nice. on spring breaks and stuff, I would just go and I was working at a gym and I would just save my money and like on spring breaks or whenever I'd get like a weekend off, mm-hmm. I'd go to Vegas and it was easy to get people to go with me. Cause mm-hmm. that was the thing. My mom was like, you can't go by yourself. So try to take someone. I wasn't even 21. That's why she was like, you can't go by yourself. You're going to Vegas. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some boring place. Yeah. But, but I used, it was bro. awesome though. Cause no, like I'd bro. low key use my all access pass to get like drinks and stuff from the bars and the bartenders. Allegedly. And House of Blues and Allegedly. stuff started knowing me because I was like the random girl that was working with Santa. <laughs> 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 I'm 21. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was the best experience i'm still super cool with those guys nice. like i still that? go to the shows um that was like almost two years okay, cool. but in between that i met other tour managers mm-hmm. um either through the banding crew or just um just other networking i was yeah. continuing to network and stuff go to yeah. other shows in la and um, another mentor of mine was um, Don Mooskies, and he was the tour manager for Natalie Cole up until she passed. Mm. And I did a lot of like shadowing work with him, helping him and stuff. Um, and then I later turned that into a legitimate gig where he hired me for Alanis Morissette as assistant tour manager okay. for a while. So, yeah, like that. Yeah, it was weird, but it, it was just, it's weird listing it out because yeah, it's yeah. like, I started really young with a lot of older, older legendary musicians. Yeah. Um, another mentor of mine was Terry Finley and he was a tour manager for Chicago, the band. Whoa. And that was like another um, person that I would shadow and stuff like that. It's crazy experience yeah. all before 20. And I was such a music geek. Like, I listened to all the 70s stuff. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> oh, you come about. Like, you ever tell your friends, they were like, um, oh okay. Natalie that's Cole. Cool. Like, I geeked out on Miss Natalie. Like, she was the she was the epitome of a legend. Like, mm-hmm. I remember being in, oh, my gosh. Like, in San Francisco, I was at this show she did with a symphony orchestra. And mm-hmm. she had just come out with a Spanish album. So she was singing a lot of her stuff in Spanish. Spanish. Perfectly, like it was crazy. And then after those kind of stints, my legitimate gig was getting hired for Will I Am. Nice from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, and the um, 
the tour manager was a woman and her assistant was a girl, a, a woman. And that's where I was like, okay, I want to be a tour manager. Because mm-hmm. she was like, they were both like badass. They saw just two women Running an 80 person tour. Like we were in a movie soundstage doing rehearsals and sh- they were just running everything. Mm-hmm. He had like robots and stuff on stage. And it, cause it was at the height of his solo career. career. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like the little production assistant getting like a hundred hamburgers for them or like going, to, <laughs> going to the Apple store and getting like five computers for them and like just all Is this that real stuff. stuff you're talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah, yeah. It's just not an abstract number. No, no, like no, you're no. Talking about like a like hundred hamburgers one at like midnight. Like, hi, can I get a hundred hamburgers and fries? So do they look at you crazy? So you pull up Can you pull around? Like they didn't believe me because I was in the drive-thru and they were like, can you come back in an hour? Like, we're not going to have this ready right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> and I miss those days now, though. Sometimes I see my runners and assistants and I'm like, dang, like, I want to be a <laughs> runner. Gettinburgo. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, like, like driving around. Like, you said that was like yeah. the easy stuff. Dope, yeah. dope, dope. But that's, I would say the Will I Am gig is what made me want to really become a road manager. Because yeah. yeah. so, yeah. so probably without seeing those two tour managers, like, maybe that like idea might not have directly popped into your head. Yeah, they like, just, Yo. I still do a lot of stuff they did as a tour manager like i feel like i'm like a recipe of all of those ones that i worked with like i do a little bit of each so you take yeah. something from all of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure nice. yeah. talking about tour managers <laughs> i know yeah who's the most gangster most um no. So uh, yeah, and that's where I met you. Who's your sensei? That's where I met you. My guru tour manager is um, this guy named Doug Hobson, who tour met. He sadly is not here anymore. But um, I would say a little. That's where I got. um, He was one of the ones I networked with early on. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I mean he he was this white guy from Richmond, Virginia, and he wore like faded acid wash jeans and converse and like a just total rocker dude and he but he was he was considered probably in like the top five top 10 of tour managers he did like prince for a long time he did um he had known miss hill since she was really young like in the fugees and Mm -hmm. He did um, Drake and Lil Wayne tour mm. and 50 Cent. He did Jill Scott for like 10 years. Whoa. Yeah, he did a Guns N' Roses, Maroon Fight, like Whoa. so many people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he did a lot of hip hop though. He was really known for hip hop. He was the, his email was Money Man Doug because he was, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. he was the one. He was the one white guy that held all the money for like 50 cent and stuff. And the stories, I can't even up money publicly yeah. say the stories. <laughs> I know. Money His money stories. No, they're still NDAs. <laughs> He's, those NDAs are still on file. No, but um, like I'm not supposed to know those stories. <laughs> we got classified stuff yeah. here. <laughs> his, his Prince stories are epic, though. Like yeah. all this, he he told me this one time they did a tour where they would be loading in for the day at that venue, mm-hmm. and that morning they would announce the show, and by showtime it would be sold out. And that's how they did a whole tour. and um just like all kinds of stuff like that surprise guests and all kinds of stuff yeah but um when so i had done a lot of one-off stuff 
and mm. then like a lot or a lot of west coast runs because it was like you're too young to go on a full-fledged international tour who's saying that your parents just, no 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 just like the other tour managers mm-hmm. like you know sometimes i have that still where i only let someone work an la show with me but i don't take them to on, africa with you know or something yeah, yeah, that so made, that makes sense to be honest yeah, yeah you're still you're game. still training yeah. them too you yeah, know yeah. so um that's how it was and then he i was working at the time i was working at this really known venue in la called the observatory yeah it's like a thousand cap room that's got like it's kind of legendary they started a lot of careers kendrick mm-hmm. lamar anderson pack a lot of people mm-hmm. and um yannick's been there with proto and stuff mm-hmm. um and uh yeah so i was working there as like production assistant and i thought okay i'm cool for a while like i'm working a lot of shows i'm doing four or five shows a week i'm meeting a lot of people i'm Mm -hmm. cool and then he called me i was coming out of the gym one night and he called me and he was like i just started working with lauren hill and i need you to come and be my assistant on this tour and i'm like i'm good like I don't know about this. <laughs> you were you were comfy, comfy. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, right, damn, imagine fam. Like <laughs> killing me softly, Lauren Hill. Like Sister Act, Lauren Hill. And he's like, yeah, I need you. Like he was doing tour management, production management, and accounting because he Ooh. was he was also known for being an, a a top tour accountant. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he. He was like, I really need your help on this tour. I think with the band and crew, your vibe will do really well with this tour. And I think yeah. working with her, you know, you guys will do good too. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, and I said, see how serious it is first before I get like, you know, yeah. give me more details. Yeah. So he's like, well, you'd come on the road and you'd be gone all year because she has like a full blown year tour locked Bruh. in. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, Okay, I like the sound of that. That's kind of cool. That's a dope opportunity. And then he said, look, I'll tell you this. Like, we're coming to L.A. soon. So just wait a couple weeks, work the L.A. show, stay in the hotel with us for the weekend, and then let's see how you vibe with everyone and you do at the L.A. show. Mm Because L.A. shows are crazy. So that's a good show to work. Because there's celebrity guests. It doesn't get much crazier. Wait, hold on, hold on. For those of us that don't tour extensively, such as you and our friend Yannick. <laughs> yeah, let me step back. <laughs> What's so crazy about LA shows? Just the guests. Like, you'll have... Oh, because like, people tend to be yeah. in you'll LA. Just, the, the guest list is like the backstage list of like the Grammys or something. Oh, like, okay. you know, it's, it's really crazy. You'll have mm-hmm. just all kinds of celebrities and people, you know, big time managers and okay. agents there. Yeah, and everybody wants to come. You know? And they all want to bring five people with them. <laughs> so, you know, everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, everyone wants their security with them. Everyone wants to be in the front row or the balcony, all that. So it's a good show. And um, so I, yeah, so I did the show. I did the LA show and like, you know, the band and crew were like still best friends till this day. Like we became really That's close. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the show was a really good show, I remember. 
And I didn't really, I remember I didn't really meet Miss Hill that night. I kind of, like, we kind of saw each other in the hallway. Like, I know who you are. And you know Yeah, but she had a lot of people that, you know, she always has all her old time oh, yeah. friends yeah. and stuff there. So, um, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, just, we didn't get to, you know, nowadays I'm it always, like, like talking form. to the artists and yeah. stuff right away. Right. And, I was such a little newbie that it was, <laughs> you know, I kind of was staying in the shadows a little bit, trying yeah. to be respectful of her space. And trying to be a groupie. Yeah, I was just thing. not a groupie. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just here to do my job. Just, I'm know? trying to do my job and keep my head down. And, yeah, yeah. No one, but no one wants to be that guy, though. Because I, I feel like... You, well, yeah, me yeah. personally, no, I feel like I know that artists are Some people want to be that guy. Well, those people suck. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Now, like, if I have an assistant now helping me, I'm always, the first thing I do is take him to the artist and say, like, hey, this is my assistant who's well, working yeah. with me. Okay. Jamar, hey, this is so-and-so who's working with me today. Mm-hmm. They can approve anything or speak on my behalf, you know, help mm. you or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, Doug came from a very old school world, too. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, keep your head down, do your work, mm-hmm. and I'll get you on the tour somehow. So I was like, okay. And um, yeah, that's. And then I remember like a few days, they did the LA show and then they flew straight to Australia. And I couldn't get a visa in time, I remember. Mm. So I stayed back. And I remember he called me at the airport and he goes, Miss Hill's asking where you're at. Like he was cracking, he was cracking up, like saying, she's asking where you're at. Like she was looking for you right now. (laughs) And um, I said, okay, does that mean he's like, yeah, I think you're good. You're good. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, like uh, when they came back probably another couple weeks later, I flew to the East Coast and s- to New Jersey and started working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, started nice. the tour. Nice. And I stayed with her that entire year until like December. Nice. And that was, that was really the, the like ah, pinnacle point of my life. She like made me um, road manager and a f- like, yeah, she changed my life for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it eventually took over as her actual tour manager and stuff like that. Yeah. And like you're basically like you're 21 and you're tour managing like all of these people who are could be like you. Like parents. well, I started. I took over as her road manager mm-hmm. because Doug was still there and someone else had been taken off the tour and i became the like the band road manager mm-hmm. that was and sometimes they have tour managers who's like overseeing everything mm-hmm. and they have someone else right under that tour manager that's kind of moving and doing all the he's okay. doug was giving me all the information he had coordinated mm-hmm. and i was taking it and running with it or okay. you know telling people schedules and stuff okay, okay. um just because he had so much to do i was kind of the face of the production office mm-hmm. Okay, and it was like, you. if you really need to talk to him, then okay, I'll tell okay. him. But he just had well, his money man Doug, so that. he had yeah. so much to deal but with. But you're still giving out the orders. Yeah, and it was it was really interesting because I would be there like messaging Miss Hill, like, okay, you need to leave tomorrow at this time or whatever. And it was funny because it was like, you know, I could be like her kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> telling her and i respected her so much like mm-hmm. she's a she's an amazing artist and stuff yeah. you know and and what i respect about her is that it's it's cool that not everyone can work with her and yeah. i don't mean like in a 
bad way. I just mean she's just, you know, a certain type of artist. Like she's it's it's intense, like in a good way. Yeah, yeah. In a spiritual way, in an energy yeah. way, yeah. And that's why her team you've been on the tour, you know, you've yeah. seen how great her team is and yeah. stuff. Really close knit. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't, I you can't run in, you can't just I mean, do like one yeah. thing and like body body up. You gotta yeah, you gotta I mean, if I called up. any of them from that period right Why? now, <laughs> if I needed like, if I had like a nine one one call, yeah, and I called any of them, they would pick up, and That's you dope. know, some of them live here and stuff, so, you know, as you know and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and still to this day, I, I work with Miss Hill sometimes. I just don't do road stuff with her anymore because mm -hmm. after that that period of time i started getting hit up by younger artists mm. wanting to hire me so i was kind of like all right i'm gonna go explore working with young artists <laughs> and you know it was kind of it was like a heavy moment but um it was really cool like after miss hill i went and worked with janae Iko. that was the first artist i worked with then mm -hmm. we did the forest hills drive tour with j cole mm -hmm. and he's a big j cole fan yes favorite <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite he's my favorite yeah. <laughs> that whole crew the whole dreamville squad i learned a lot off of too there are a lot of them were his like college yeah. homies but they are so smart and mm -hmm. that's why they are where they are now because yeah. they all work very well collectively. No, I think that would be interesting though, because um well I would assume that most of the people working with Lauren Hill were kinda older. And they were, yeah. Kind of yeah. moved to a tour where I'm still I, mean, I think one of the youngest in that circle. I think as I'm in the with the Dreamville guys as well or no, well, I didn't work, like, I wasn't hired by yeah, Dreamville. Yeah, yeah. Well, Janae was on the tour. Office. But, yeah, I, I had to work with Dreamville on that tour. And that was such an intense time because it was Forest Hills Drive. It yeah, was, like, was a big thing. crazy. It was the coolest yeah. tour. Um, but, yeah, like, his team is so on point. I always use them, like, in meetings with the Chronics team and stuff. I always... Um, kind of pool dreamville like references and stuff because i just uh, think they're the such a great model mm -hmm. yeah. Was kind yeah. Of, they kind of have like a family vibe as well I think. yeah yeah do. for sure for sure and that's kind of like how i work and like with chronics now that's kind of how we work too and like even even though i'm not from way back when zinc fence and all those yeah. guys <laughs> started like day zero that's yeah one, it's important for me though to have like my security blankets like how jamar kind of has his guys on stage and stuff mm -hmm. the crew i hire i pull from miss hill's team mm -hmm. and i pull from different people you mm -hmm. know so sometimes the artists are like why are you taking my stage manager but like i it's important i have People those same yeah yeah for yeah. sure for sure yeah 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 that's important in like the long long game of stuff you know like knowing that you can like trust people and like People think sometimes it's like you can just kind of run up on anybody's job. No. And you're like, yeah, like I'm a good tour manager, but it's it's not just no, tour I've, managers. It's I've like, worked with uh, it's the relationship. Cannot too. name names right now, but I worked <laughs> with I worked with this tour manager, couple tour managers who had all the degrees in the world. They were on paper star student. Yeah, and I could not for the life of me work with them. It was to the point where I was like calling my mom. 
like <laughs> saying like Damn. I want to leave I want to go home I want to go home I want to go home and, but it was like I had to because of the artist it was and stuff I was like okay I just need this on my resume and then after that I could work with I could go and get whatever I want and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, like, Leah is sometimes that person, too. I call if I have a rough day or whatever. Like, I have those certain friends where I'll call, like, yeah, today was, like, (laughs) 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 like, (laughs) and that's the thing about, like, when, when I'm here in Jamaica and, you know, just what I see from, I guess, an outsider's perspective, like, yeah. just put your phones down and work. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you? <laughs> 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 yeah, for everybody who is who's just listening to the part. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> she got caught in the bar. Yeah, you know, Sasha literally just took a first You need your phone. Some of us need our phones yeah, to work. Yeah. But I mean, the whole like you know oh, yeah. something something's going on on stage that's technically wrong, and there's the tour manager like you know, and it's like yeah, man, we're all, we're all yeah, here, outside. You know? We're all outside. <laughs> yeah, and working, people, no working, you know. People were kind of when I that first. So I did some one-off shows with with Chronics, and then um, I the first full-fledged tour we did was the Chronology tour before the Chronology album came out, mm-hmm. and it was the tour with like Jesse, John Nine, Kalissa, Max, like oh, all those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> literally, they'd look at me like eating chicken fingers at night, like, "What are you doing?" John, I would walk by my production office. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have to tell them y'all fall fit dead. Chicken off it dead. would literally bring me like teas and juices, like here, here, Revis, Revis, eat, drink this, drink this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Saging my office and stuff. <laughs> yeah, humble me. Um, no, but that they were kind of like not necessarily the artists, but like just the guests that would come or like the guests of artists that would be backstage, they'd be kind of weirded out. Cause I just be in my production office, like on the computer during a show and they're not used to that. And they're like, why are you not on the side of the stage? Like all the things taking photos and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? Like, this, is, <laughs> this is what I do during a show. Yeah. Like, you know, I have my songs. I'm like, okay, at likes, that's when I go on. Cause he, that's his last song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, Doug and all those other tour managers, they, during shows, they would be in the office working because that's quiet time. It's a ghost town backstage during the show. Yeah, because everybody's so trying to get around there. The best time, yeah. And um, it was really interesting, though, because now everyone kind of has that respect. Like, I've gained certain promoters' respects and stuff, but mm-hmm. they, at first, they were really like, and I'm like, hi, you're the I'm the one you're settling with tonight. And they're just like, oh my gosh. Or they literally like would walk by me mm-hmm. and go up to Barnes or something. And Barnes would be like, no, that's the tor- like, no, that's the person mm-hmm. you got to settle with tonight. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah. no, that's for real. That's something I actually wanted to talk about. Like you know, like just being like a young woman who's like pretty much like 
the hell and like yeah. you're gonna have to deal with all these old men like yeah like, like what's that like you get me because i know a couple of people gonna be listening might be like girls or just even young people like mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like yo this young girl is chronic is tournament like what's it like i know like there's many mind games when you're on tour with everybody's trying to play yeah. mind games yeah. with you and especially like you know being a woman i'm sure they're trying to play like double the mind game well, well like, yeah. I was, I mean, I've kind of always had, I think, thick skin and street smarts just by the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, once I started working in music, I really paid attention to the little, I don't want to say under the table, but the little poker face style stuff that people like Doug and other people would do during mm-hmm. settlement and things like ways to get those extra five passes that you need. And yeah. you're doing it. With respect and kindness, you're not saying, "Hey, like, you know, give me, yeah, get, bro, give me ten passes." Like, I, you know, and I would see, yeah, and I still see those tour managers yelling and screaming at people, and they don't get anything, or they get talked about behind their backs, and um, yeah, and yeah, I've seen people cry. I've seen production girls at venues cry because of the way. I remember I saw a runner. For one of these tour managers that I didn't like working with crying in their car one day. I was walking Shit. to the bus out of the venue and I saw them crying because they were just so mistreated and yeah. And I was like, okay, I can't do that. Like I gotta be chill. And then when I started working with Chronics, I'm like, okay, this is a whole nother culture. I mean I thought I I thought I understood because working with Miss Hill, I kinda was in and out of you know, I do reggae festivals, I do certain mm-hmm. things, but mm-hmm. It was at another level too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I had to be respectful of the of the culture of yeah. their of their spirituality. You know, I was touring with John Nine, and I had to be open to her. You know, just her way of touring and things like. Not saying that's super intense, but mm-hmm. just you know, you're just unfamiliar. That, it's new things. Yeah, understanding like okay, the importance of things she's asking for on her rider and i'm not like oh she doesn't need that like whatever <laughs> yeah. she doesn't need raw ginger like you know whatever <laughs> needs the raw ginger like raw ginger like, right, we'll get like a bucket yeah, yo that's yeah, a major, yeah, yeah, yeah. major tea i'll just get her i'll just get her ginger tea i'll just get her ginger tea bags no. it's fine as i know yeah let me tell you something john i healed me from a flu in three days Woo! talk about it talk about it talk about it was it the raw ginger it was some type of tea raw ginger something oregano oil that she she no really like that's the that is my g because she like i'd be in the production office like i think it was just her annoyed with me coughing those days but it was this time period on that tour that we all like chronics everybody got sick on our bus mm. one person gets sick on a bus everyone gets sick Ooh. and she was not she was traveling on a different bus and she was hearing me one day and she's like here and she's dropped some oregano oil and all this stuff in a little cup and she's like drink this twice a day i'm gonna bring it to you right. every mm. day at sound check and then in the evening drink it all and I was like, it burns. No, I don't want to. <laughs> and like, I woke up one day. I'm like, 
my gosh. I'm like, I'm <laughs> Tell her about it, Sashana. Sashana is from St. Thomas <laughs> where they practice OBIA, so she knows about all of them stuff. So what was in it? I'm not saying she's I'm not saying she's an OBIA woman. <laughs> First of all, there's nothing wrong with OBIA. <laughs> it was like that. So when did I say something was wrong? I said Sasha would know. Why was what was in the tea? More than likely, it was like cayenne. No, 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 no. Alex, Alex, this is for Sasha to prove her Saint Thomasness. Please continue, darling. Sasha is not revealing the spells, right? Anyways, anyways, yeah, that tour is very healing. Right. So like. I, I like what you mentioned like you're saying it's just like a totally yeah, different, different world like you're talking yeah. about like culture but yeah. like just you know touring with like american artists and stuff like that like you've been doing like older artists and younger artists who are like really like buzzing like chloe and Halle and all of them there and like you're working with chronics who's like a super buzzing jamaican artist yeah, yeah. and stuff but he's like, he's buzzing in other worlds too like yeah, you know of course yeah. we ain't done playing the boss yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's funny is Every artist I've um, I've worked with after working with Chronics, so like they might see it on my resume when they're hiring me, or they might hear about it, or I might be wearing like a piece of merch when mm-hmm. I'm working with that artist, a different artist. Mm-hmm. They all geek out, yes, over Chronics. Yeah. Like they all are Top like, rank. I, yeah, love I think, him. I think it's just kind of like the natural. nature of the music. Invite him yeah. to the show. I want to meet him. Like, I, yeah, I think I also think, because like, he's. Comes off as such a recluse person, but his music is so captivating. Like you can't help but to be like caught and up. Yeah, it's kind of nostalgic. But what more? Yeah, but what I was more going to say is like the thing with Chronics is like his numbers, for lack of a better word, would that like, they wouldn't reflect Wait, him being a big artist mm-hmm. because of I think because more like the nature of reggae. Like it can be a big, yeah, he's the biggest reggae artist right now, but his numbers aren't obviously like a pop artist numbers because. Right. But he like, has the potential. That, I tell him all the time that you can easily be on that Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, I definitely you know, think so as chart. well. Yes, definitely think I so think so. Well. so. 100%. People do whatever, right? Like you do numbers, you do this and that. But there's a different draw with Rastafari because it's not a regular music. Right, it's an indigenous music. It's a whole it's way a of soul life. Music, right? Yeah. So it's not pop music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's what makes it different, still. Yeah. Like, and that's what will always make it different. And I think a lot of people overlook that because they say, "Oh, yeah, some reggae artists and they're on this and that, and and they only did three hundred records, yeah. or a thousand records, six thousand records, and they got on Billboard with that." Right, yeah, like charts with low numbers where they should have higher numbers. And he's me? just real. He's not, you know, pretentious no. and all of that stuff. And so, I think yeah. you kind of said artists. I think artists really kind of resonate with that. Yeah. I like can kind of listen to that and kind of feel that. Yeah, real is kind of like my I know, it's yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. but this is more real. I think that's yeah. why I'm most interested right now in working with new artists. That's mm-hmm. what I, I've kind of... It's kind of flipped for me. Most people start with a new artist and then get bigger and work with bigger and bigger artists or those new artists grow. And I started with older legendary artists and now I kind of, yeah, now, 
Yeah, now I kind of take that and um, use all those things I learned from those people. And, you know, like I take what I learned from Alanis Morissette and Santana and kind of share that with Chloe and Hallie and Chronix and all those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's great because yeah. I think um, not a lot of young people had the opportunity. To do that. Yeah. Um, and it also, I mean, I don't. What's special is not every young person can have the respect from those older artists. True, true. You know, that to listen, to, to you know, pro- like, you're I'd probably be like, the last out the gate. I'd be telling Miss Hill what time she needs to be down for lobby call. Yeah. And like, that's kind of intimidating, though, yeah. to say that, to send that text or that email saying, like, hey, hurry up. See you at 6 a.m. Yeah. But it's 4 a.m. So it's like, you know, yeah. and it was, it was like, it was, it was really cool though. Like looking back, it was really cool to see yeah. that she respected me and yeah. still does. We work really well together. I'm sure now. that gave you like a confidence. I'm sure like, 100%. like working, like you started at hard mode. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no man so can't like, get in a chat. It's yeah. like, yeah. no, for real. Like, like, it's, not like, thing, but. it's like, all right, I'm going to talk to some Jamaican. <laughs> Like, it was cool like and then when chronics got on miss hill's tour it was like the most full circle moment i was like almost crying at when we did the ho- when we did the hollywood bowl show like with miss hill and, and Cr- like when we did the whole tour it was fun like, yeah words, like meeting yeah. it was very because i at first was like i remember telling um I, it was really cool though because that last week like we went I always remember we went laser tagging and Miss Hill was like invite all of Chronix's crew and team mm-hmm. to come and we went laser tagging so she's like because and I, it was and that, was, that was the moment though I was, was like, like alright we're gonna oh, see I know what you're doing and she was like with her armor and everything like whose team are you gonna be on <laughs> You gonna be on Team Jamaica or are you gonna be on my team? Oh, like, hey, hold on, hold on, okay. <laughs> so you chose Jamaica, right? No, oh I no. Miss Hill just has to go with the shot to go with the origin story. Shot to go with the origin <laughs> story. Yeah, who won? Team Jamaica. Damn. Yo, we got blind ears too. <laughs> 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 man it was like oh my gosh they still talk about it today it, they those guys still rub it in my face okay. every chance they get like it was uh, yeah <laughs> miss hill ended up running out the laser tag building like the arcade oh, the building thing, yeah. the next day after the show she was she was on stage doing a show and her tour manager comes up to me and is like, you guys need to stay later in town because she just rented out the thing. She wants a rematch. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. Like, right, okay, we're I tired. Guess. And the guys <laughs> Okay, so who won the rematch? We or, didn't go. They, all of Zinc Fence was asleep in the their rooms. Like, they didn't, they didn't. <laughs> One shot, done <laughs> shot. I feel like, I feel like I that was punked. like mind games. Everyone was, like, was just punking me. Like, <laughs> come on, Rivas, where you at? Where you at? Wake your guys up. I'm like, oh, no. my gosh. <laughs> 
But yeah, like doing things like that was a really full circle moment because that, that doesn't happen with every opener on mm-hmm. her tour. So yeah. it was kind of, yeah, it was very natural and it was Should've really felt like cool. like you were doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was cool. Because I was, I was honestly nervous, like low-key nervous, like... And if any of those people hear hear this, they're going to laugh because I've never said this out loud. But I was kind of nervous doing the tour because I'm like, she's going to see me cater to him and or vice versa. So how do I balance it where I'm not? So I would kind of not go in her presence when Chronix was on site doing his sound check earlier in the day or, or after her and stuff. And then he'd go back to the, you know, you don't stay always for the headliner's sh- performance all the time as an opener. So he'd sometimes go to the hotel and then I would stay back and kind of help where I could on site. But yeah, it was, it was a, a trip. Act. It was a trip, like yeah, trying to just kind of like, okay, let me help her toy manager. And, but I would set up my office in Chronix's room because he'd be there longer throughout yeah. the day. And, but like her, guitarist would come in my room to talk to me about something yeah. payroll something yeah. and then it was like yeah it was interesting yeah it was that's very important interesting. like like for all listeners and, and viewers like i want you to like really listen to like what alex is saying in terms of like when you're working for people like it's not always just things are not always going to be painted like super straightforward there's a lot of times where you have to like really read between the lines. Yeah. Surprise! And find the balance. <laughs> and like sometimes I feel like people from my generation don't always get that. Like we kind of look on things kind of too black and white sometimes. And that's, yeah. yeah. You got it. It's called yeah. finesse. Yeah. And, like and you got to like, finesse. Reading between. Yeah. For all the other. Yeah. yeah. You get me? <laughs> So you have, yeah, you have to have that level of perception to be yeah. able to read between those lines because people are not gonna read those lines for you. Like, yeah. like she's not gonna be, she's not gonna say that to you. Yeah. You're gonna have to be like, I know this about X person, I know this about Y person, so I have to kind of move accordingly. Yeah. And like a lot of just the whole business, not even just music, just entertainment is like life. life, life, life for you have to like be able to read between those lines and like people who don't pick up on those lines, sometimes you wonder why they'll get the yeah. call back. Why? Yeah, yeah I think you just gotta like I would if I didn't True. if yeah. I didn't communicate at all, because sometimes there was a day that I wouldn't communicate with Miss Hill at all during that day or I wouldn't see her in passing down the hallway or go in her room and say, Hey, I would at least text her and be like, you good? Like, great show tonight. Or, you know, not super kiss assy, but yeah. just, no. hey, like, Yo, I just care. know that I was there yeah. still. You just, I was at front of house and you didn't see me or yeah. whatever. Or yeah, I didn't you know, come around the up. room. Yeah, you had too many guests. I didn't want to go in the room today or whatever. Yeah, you're showing but up. But yeah, like, and that's important too. That's something that is my number one rule with any artist is, having an after show talk with them whether it's a 20 minute conversation in the dressing room or we're texting about it when we're both flying back home the next day or you know we go to like i go to their hotel room and we have a little meeting or powwow or whatever so like i just i just worked with lma this past spring and summer nice and um that was like my thing where she was like you know what do you you know what do you require what do you need from me and i was like all i need is communication and i'm good 
Just right. tell me if something's super messed up. Tell me. I don't. It's not me getting mad. I just need to know to do my job and delegate to the certain departments. Yeah, and it was that. good. It was good. So those after right. show talks are like, was everything good? Is there anything you didn't? Happened. yeah and it's not always positive like there's sometimes I mean, it'll be like did you know the keyboard was out of tune like why <laughs> couldn't hear shit yeah yeah and then i'm like oh i didn't know that or oh okay like let me go talk to this person or it's me on the radio like so and so can you come in here real quick Fix like shit, i bro. gotta we gotta <laughs> talk to you like, um it is, it alex awesome. like consider you've been here and you've been like You've been like in Jamaican culture for so long and you know you work with chronics. I'd love to know, like, and like you've seen so many artists, LMA, Jenny Aiko, Chloe Halle, Chronics, Lauren, all of them. I'd love to know like your opinion, like how does Jamaica as a country stack up in terms of like shows, productions, and artists in your opinion? It's a whole nother ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Give us um spark notes. I mean, this is honestly, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. I just said this to somebody. Might have been Travis. I might might have said this to the other day. But I I think that there is no reason why Jamaica should not be up there with. New York, LA, Nashville, uh, Miami, Dallas, as the t- London, as Say the top for the people in the back, <laughs> <laughs> as the top hubs of the music industry. Yes, for real. Yes. Um, and I don't, you know, all the Live Nations and Golden Voices and AEG. I mean, I constantly a lot of those people that work at those companies, all these agents and stuff. I'm fortunate enough to have as f- really good friends, just out like mm-hmm. friends that I hang out with. And they honestly, they ask me like, oh, you're, you know, they see me like, oh, you're, you're in Jamaica. How is it? And stuff. And I constantly am bragging to them about Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I tell them like, you guys need to figure something out and go out there and do something. But in a way where you're not coming, taking, and then not, and you know, people, people, I don't want to say, but like people, I think we all kind of know, like. Who comes into this country, shoots something, and dips leave. out, and yeah. never Nothing. does anything. And probably leave a, leave, leave a yeah. grab with the man them in the video. That's and it. that's why it was important to me. Like this past year, I started uh, like a musician residency where I I'm starting to bring musicians and industry yeah. people yeah. from my other worlds mm-hmm. to yeah. I just like this past spring, I just you brought, brought sp- a Spanky yeah. McCurdy yeah. who not only played with Miss L, he played with jill scott p diddy gaga all these people and we did Mm -hmm. um and these guys these guys were there leah helped me he stayed at leah's house and these guys all like attended and stuff and we did a master class at edna and they he worked every day for a week with alpha and all you know and yeah and just and chronics was my partner on it chronics was my partner on it and miss hill donated a scholarship Scholarship. to alpha So yeah, just so people listening, if they want like more info on that, is there like a website, an IG? Yeah, I mean, there's not really an IG. They can just go on like the Alpha Boys School IG. Um, and there's there's a Gleaner article on the whole thing they can look up, and I think something Billboard might be coming out soon on that too. They just did some fest, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Alpha Alpha is like one of the things that I feel like we talk about it 
a lot. But I think we need to talk about it more. I just think that the, the production, though, like that's something I that was important. Like me doing the residency, I really paid attention to, you know, I curated it with who was involved and who came to the jam sessions and stuff. But mm -hmm. I was really like keen on like doing a smooth week of events and not having it not start on time or all this stuff. Like, no, we, you know. Yeah. Spanky and I come from the world of day sheets and yeah. if you're not on time you get money taken off your check like you know yeah. yeah or you get fired so like doing 12 hour rehearsals or crazy stuff like that so I was like we kind of have to show them you know like so yeah. like people who you had to work with on the ground because you're doing this in Jamaica now. <laughs> yeah. how is like oh my god no. like <laughs> hashtag patience <laughs> <laughs> Alex is cool, but I've, I, I've been like watching Alex like blonde before Alex. I'm like, yo, that girl, she mean business. Like yeah. I seen her and she's she's a no nonsense character. You know? Were you in London with us? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what like, happened in London? In London. What happened in London? I think we can, think we can talk about it because we're like, can we, talk, cool. can we talk about London? I, I'll yeah, tell you from London. I, 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 Sweats on for a week. I had sweats on for a week, and I had a top bud, and I was running all over that venue. And this was Chronologator? No, no, no. This was the Protege and London oh, Chronic Show. Chronic. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, two hundred and eighty guests like, on the guest list. Proto was running a little bit over oh, time. Wait, wait, wait. Two hundred and how many? Eight. 280 guests and said, Don't know the tingle. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna need a plus 10. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a, she's a pro at that. She's for, a pro for, at the, that. For, the, for the massive in London, eh? At, at the end, of the, night, at the end of the night, she still has passes, right? <laughs> I still had like eight passes. Left. Okay. <laughs> no, no. So Yannick, Yannick, and I'm what? not telling my secrets because the promoters so what, will yeah. never give me passes again. So what uh, happened, Yannick? It's all like it's all like no, monster, I, I, Alex, I, I, bro. No, no monster. But what she mean like like a Jamaica people? Yo, yo, warm to the girl, yeah, man. Like, like you know, like we're running over time a little bit, yeah. and you know. She just said she's a very timely person, so mm -hmm. she's sidestep and soul. she's giving, she's giving <laughs> the eyes. She's like, like, "Yo, you gotta wrap this up." I'm like, "Diggy's like, get pro to yeah. the government." <laughs> oh, government like, name. Oh, so, no. Excuse but, me, sir. But here's the thing, though. Like, he, we're still cool. I just saw him like two days ago. Like, yeah. we, he respects. Yeah, me business, going like business. this on the side of the stage. I, I yeah. know, I know it's not like a this thing. Like, no, yeah. it's just yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, but I think like in those venues, you have like strict cutoff times yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. And, and also. Chronix has his own set. He needs yeah, to Yeah, and also through, it's and just, I want everyone to be able to do their full <laughs> show. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's also, it's pressure. It's no, like, it's pressure. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I have chronics wanting the show at a certain level to be ran. Yeah. Because he thinks that's something that I think speaks about where he's at in his career. And also Proto, because Proto is someone that's very um, just research savvy and discipline savvy about having his team act a certain, you know, work a certain way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jamar is like that too. He wants his show produced at the highest level. Mm -hmm. You know, class. whether he has... Whether it's a DIY situation, it's a jam session or something, or it's it's a London like we have three screens and ten thousand people in the yeah. venue it and to be at a yeah. But also my thing too is that's not the highest 
level that him and Proto can accomplish. Pochetto. Yeah. Proto. Not even that though. Like, you know what, what, what I mean? about a state? He could. What about? Okay, we did ten thousand, but what about a stadium tour? Yeah, we're like at. you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I kind of want to loop back though. Um, in terms of what what Yannick asked about Jamaica, um, said you feel like we should be Patient. at a certain like in the conversation with certain other. Yeah, well, Jamaica is spaces. Jamaica is such a is such a hub. It's what is it called? The music country or something? Music the, oh, the, the world? Music yeah, capital yeah. And I think beyond yeah. music too. Producer Travis. I think in all realms of creativity though. You know, yes. I, so 100%. like for the residency, I didn't want to fly any creative people here. I used Nikki oh, Kane and I used Big um, yeah, Nikki. Peru. Big Nikki Kane. And Peru. <laughs> and Peru. <laughs> I'm poor, oh, I'm poor, bad photographer. Yeah, oh, oh, and dear. like, uh, one of the best. And I, I was very like, no, we're gonna use local people because right. I, I think some of them are better than some of the other ones so in the states or whatever. Why, why, why Jamaica? Like, obviously, you've been to a couple places. Great question. Um, like, why did you choose to do this in Jamaica? I think just because of like how much it's in my musical life yeah. and also because like in my personal life and just like it you know sitting on a bus for 10 hours talking with you know zinc fence or oh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and they you know or they come to la and i host them kind of in la for this convention this music convention called nam and they meet all of my friends and stuff like, my musical right friends course. Dude, yeah, but like no, just just thing. seeing them, I'm like, okay, look, wow, they did so good at this convention networking with all these people. So if I brought, yeah, if mm-hmm. I brought one, at least one of these people to Jamaica, I could really make a difference with, oh, maybe, you know, Spanky, I remember something Spanky said one day saying he was getting the numbers, he, he would get, like, after he talked to a young drummer or something, he'd ask for their info, like, oh, let me follow you, or oh, what's your number, man? And I remember he's like, yeah, some of these drummers I could be using for my fill-ins on gigs I can't do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how? But what's important is teaching that drummer how to, or that tour manager, because I want to, you know, I sometimes use people out here now mm-hmm. and stuff, and like they need to be able to work with a Chloe and Hallie and not put a phone in their face mm-hmm. or they need to learn right. how to okay this artist isn't like a reggae or dancehall artist they're super on time mm-hmm. sometimes Chloe and Hallie beat me to the lobby call mm-hmm. nice. so and I'm the and one setting the lobby are. call yeah <laughs> but yeah. also Chronix is like that too yeah like he'll be the first one down sometimes so, really well let me it's, s- not just it's not personal. just professional it's also It'll personal Sunday dinner in LA <laughs> <laughs> all right so what i'm kind of getting from what you just said is that yo there's definitely talent here like there's no question it's just the, all the professionalism other and kind of like yeah the, the overall ecosystem needs but to I feel be like, developed um, yeah hey I, I think like being in jamaica um the industry itself kind of broke bad like you got the opportunity to intern with people that 
are very professional. They gotta respect. They gotta respect the rules. Like if I say, yeah, if I say no one on stage. Yeah. If I if I, if we're in London. Yeah. And we're doing a show, and I say no one on stage. Mm-hmm. There'll be minimal people on stage. Mm-hmm. But if I say no one on stage here, it's like still around. Yeah, yeah but. What's I up? need security and backup and all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah but yeah. what I was really saying is that you got the, the teachings from somebody that that's seasoned um, abroad, right? Um, probably find that well. Travis and Yannick can correct me, but maybe even the people that would be like teaching it in Jamaica because of how it's set up, as I said, them kind of broke bad. So yeah. they'll be like the top of the game, but they're still not necessarily professional. You just you got to be cool, like. There's been a lot of people that have come to shows that I've worked and you have to J-Lo all these people and you have to like, just, okay, hi, right this way. Okay, cool. You guys need it. You know, and I'll be like, you need anything? Want a water? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. It's a lot of psychology in it. You gotta I mean, just treat them like humans. That's kind of something we talk, spoke about like at the beginning mm-hmm. with like when we were working with Lauren Hill and it's like, you don't want to be like, all in their face. Yeah. Artists are like over that fan. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. them as human beings. I yeah, see, like, I see them in their like, living room. I see them with their sweat fun. Yeah. 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 some shut song. <laughs> we're, like, we're living people together. We're living together. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you know we're having a great conversation. I wish we could have keep it longer, but we just want have our last question which i think is really important i know i don't know if you can speak about this because we spoke about this affair but i thought it was really interesting that this same program that you're doing you want to do the inverse where you bring like local acts over to overseas yes Just for want, like, sure to make, like a closing point like what's the value seeing that of like bringing people from jamaica job opportunities yeah so, yeah. so you think there's like a viable thing for, yeah, like, yeah yeah like jamaican artists to be like like how a drummer, like a most experienced drummer. Player. I mean, so like you think how I'm who- how I'm not Jamaican and I'm working with Jamaican artists. I I'm I think I would be. I don't know. Other people would have to maybe speak on this for me, but I think I'm kind of categorized as like my main focus is R and B artists mm-hmm. that I work with, R and B female artists that I I work with, and you know, um, working with Chronics is kind of the first genre mm-hmm. a little outside of that you yeah. know even though i believe reggae falls into that category but um i think how how i'm working in a different culture mm-hmm. like that someone also from here can be a tour manager well. for a pop act or yeah. you know like I tell you all the time too, like Yanni, you can be shooting um an Ariana <laughs> Grande. You could be shooting like you could be you could be working with Adele, like yeah. you know, and the proto B R B though. But yeah, but yeah, I mean Let's like make it happen. <laughs> no disrespect to proto. No, 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 you could be you business could be business, yeah bro. like when he's off you could be going off with adele or john mayer or yeah. someone totally different so true, true, true. that's all it is though it's it's job opportunity and i eventually want to i would my dream would be to go into like latin markets and other markets yeah. too but it's just mm-hmm. that jamaica is the first like internationally heavy I mean, area really that i work in it's really dope because but, I, yeah. I definitely get what you're saying in that um you grew up in Jamaica, sometimes you feel like Jamaica is really beginning and the end. Like, if you're a drummer, you have to play for a big reggae band. Mm-hmm. You never say, oh, well, every band that plays yeah, yeah. music with drums needs a Some drummer. of the best musicians I've ever seen in my life are here. 
and like when we did that jam session i have a i have the full recording of the jam session and i could send it to you guys and like uh, some of the best singers are came to that thing wow. and they're just from edna manley or oh, i mean good. edna manley is a legendary school but like you know not not the average person in music world knows about edna mm. manley True. Man, them, so, yeah. stop undervaluing yourself at that. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel like. But you gotta put your head down and work. Real. You gotta roll up your sleeves, mm-hmm. like. And be professional. I guess, yeah, and people, people thing. don't under. It's still funny because I work chronic shows in some of the most, like Seychelles, or we just did a show in Belize, mm-hmm. and people are so. It's funny to me because I've come from, arena world or really serious tour work, and mm-hmm. I go to these shows that are. You know, sometimes the Belize show, Chronics, they told me was the biggest production they had. And it was like they were so confused as Gold. to why. They were kind of, <laughs> right. and they'll laugh sometimes, not in like a mean way, but they're just like surprised this. or confused yeah. at like, I'm telling them like, okay, so no one can be on stage tonight for the show except what? all of us. Or I'll surprise them and say like, okay, yeah, you have your wristbands, but we have these passes too. And these are the only ones that get you on stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm there, like, kicking people off. And not in a mean way. I'm just like, yeah, hey, yeah. you can't yeah. be here right now. Rules like, are rules. You know, I'll have my stage manager. Bro. And they're... Jamaicans but at the end of the show, <laughs> they're like, oh, wow, that was a really smooth show. That was yeah. a really well done show. That was a great episode. We're it trying was so to keep, great. We're trying to keep these things under two hours. Because people are going to cuss when they sit yeah. along. Yeah. Boy, it was a great conversation. Yo, and yeah, I'm hoping did, did, everybody... did I do okay? Huh? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. did great. You did great. Great, great, great. Everybody clap for Alex. Too. Yeah. Alex, Alex is the key. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would be like, yo, where can people find it? But Alex's profile is locked. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. you mean, yo, you know, here, Alex, Alex, the show I go on. Mean in the back room. Yeah. Alex, all right, can I get a name on her ad? I just gave them yo. the ad because I know that Alex, like, yo, the profile locked. I was just Alex, like, locked. Alex, you're about that. Bag, the bag. We don't, we don't want the, what, what the opposite of the bag. We don't know. We don't want like the, the tag. We don't want the bag. You don't want the tag. You don't want the tag. You don't want me another story. Bag me another story. Bag over tag. But for real, you know, we're glad that you could come through. Of you course, too, of course. So, I had to bring Leah. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys could come Leah and share your knowledge and stories. And right, like, I'm right. really hoping people can listen. You gotta like, record someone. our game night. You gotta record <laughs> our game night. True. 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 Yeah. All right, you got roots, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Producer Travis. <laughs> Producer Travis is our in house. It's our in house Rasta fact checker. So I just do that. After this, after this, this episode yeah, will have fact scenes. checks at the we'll end. We'll have it. fact checks at the end. But yeah, guys, just to get all the handles out, you don't know, it's vericulture.com slash the late night bar. And you know, we're on Twitter at late night bar. We're on Instagram at, at the late night bar. And we're on Spotify now, of course. And we're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We'll load up the VPN. We're, yeah, load <laughs> up the VPN. We're on YouTube. Hope you're on YouTube right now. And, you know, this is our special, what we'll call one bar. So, till we have our next one bar, you never know what oh order this is going to come in. So, watch it and enjoy it. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And you don't know that is the late night bar. Tell them, Congo. Late nights. Never shake, right? Are the girl them always. Shake. <laughs> Yo, send that one to Jamar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah.
Oh. Peace. Mm -hmm.